Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. DraftKings is not only this hack's favorite sports book, but also America's top-rated sports book. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook because it's, it's easy to navigate and has plenty of instructions for newbies and nearly limitless ways for you to get in on the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know because they've been texting me as such, and I know you will too. So listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 inside credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that is still in contention, bet $1, and if your team comes home, you win $100 inside credits. Now, don't forget... DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds on promotions such as baseball, hockey, Major League Baseball, MMA, and plenty others. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on any basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. Newcomers only. Wager paid out inside credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Game over. Hello and welcome to Game Over, where we say goodbye to each and every NHL team, whether they want to or not. My name is Richard Blosser, host of the Gretton Barrett Podcast, and this is a bit of a uh, a mini-series. No, not one of those ABC after-school mini-series. No, this is a mini-series part of the Hockey Podcast Network that will take us into the summer. Uh, thank you to everyone who has listened, for your times, listens, and downloads as we are getting into the playoff rounds of Game Over. That's right, we've gotten through the horrible and mediocre and now we've gotten into the teams that were bounced in the first round. And speaking of which, this team that we are about to enter, that's about to join me, they were founded in 1974, and they play out of the Capital One Arena. They have been to the Stanley Cup Finals twice. They have won one Stanley Cup in 2018, and they are more than happy to tell you that. They have such names in the rafters as Rod Langway, Yvonne Labrie, Mike Gardner, Dale Hunter, and soon, coming very soon in the next decade, the number eight, Alex Ovechkin. I'm talking about none other than the Washington Capitals. And of course, joining me representing the red, white, and blue of America is hockey troll and Paul E. Cupcakes of the Caps Chirps podcast. Lads, 
welcome on. I know a bit earlier than a lot earlier than you would have wanted, but welcome to the show. Hey, Richard, man. Thanks a lot uh, for the great intro and. Obviously, it's always a pleasure talking to you, um, and thanks for thanks for the invite on the guest spot, man. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> happy to be here. We haven't done a whole lot of guest spots together um, in the last four or five months, so uh, feels good to be together and not have to do the work. <laughs> yeah, well, we had to, we had to do it for our for our, um, <clears throat> for our Hershey Bears crew, man. I mean. Come on. Where if, if we don't show out full regalia for the AHL affiliate of the Caps, I don't know what the fuck we're even worth, right? <laughs> Loyalty. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Goddamn goddamn right. And um, I know this is I know this is a lot sooner than what you guys would have wanted to been on. Uh, would have I know you two, you would have wanted to be be on the winner spot. Uh, so I'm going to ask you two the same first question. I've asked every team I've brought on to the podcast, as the kids like to say, what happened? What happened with the Capitals? Um, you know, that's a good question. I think uh, <clears throat> as, as you look at the Capitals team when we started this season, uh, this Asterix Cup season, I'm just going to throw that in because we didn't win, um, you know, <clears throat> it it was uh, we, we doubled down on veterans and, and we became the oldest team in the NHL picking up Zidane Chara. Uh, but we also tripled down on Anthony Mantha and size, right? I mean, we uh, we we prided. We, I think DC hockey is built on you know getting pucks in deep, banging bodies, playing the hard nosed game, but also having a really good finesse and and, and skill set for all of our players. So. You know, you play that type of game, you double down on that system where it is required, you know, to to be a physical presence and the injury bug is going to get you. You're going to take penalties and you're probably going to get injured every once in a while. Unfortunately, a pretty durable team in the Washington Capitals this year caught the injury bug at the absolute worst possible time. And we became an ambulance uh, walking into the playoffs or rather limping in uh, poly. Would you agree with that? I mean, yeah, um, for sure. And I think we've talked about it a little bit. This style may not have been as bad in an 82 game season because the guys probably would have had time to recover. Then again, the age, maybe the guys would have been exhausted anyway. I don't know. But um, yeah, I think kind of just. Not making excuses, but I think just caught some bad breaks and uh, caught up to us real quick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when when you have your the, – the grade eight goes down, that's obviously a huge loss. But um, if there's anybody who would play through literally is getting his leg cut off, it would be him. But you lost a lot of um, really good players as well. And it just didn't seem like um, the team came together, like you said. And that's something I've never thought of listening to a lot of teams is that if this was an 82-game season, you guys would have had that extra 20 games to, okay, let's get you, you rest for another week. Let's call up some guys. And literally all these injuries happened on like um, uh, May 2nd. It seemed like guys started going right. down. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, to your point, um, <clears throat> we had that, well, and the whole COVID thing, the beginning of the season, when the Russians decided to all hang out in one hotel room and, you know, you can speculate on whatever the fuck they were doing in there, but, uh, <laughs> we don't judge. Kuznetsov, Ovi, uh, Samsonov and Orlov, you know, that's your, your number two D man, your number one, uh, left wing, uh, one, a one B center, uh, and your starting goalie at the time. All four of those guys go down, and the call-ups and the way that Laviolette coached us through that uh, those – I mean, it was like 10 games that they had to sit out. Yeah. Um, through that spat was phenomenal. You know, I mean, I think, I think we did a really good job, and, and uh, we won a lot of games that we probably shouldn't have. Um, you know, but to, to go piggyback off of that – while the the Caps did well to work through that in the beginning of the season, I think it really hurt them at the end with Samsonov and Kuznetsov again finding themselves in COVID protocol. And, you know, this thing is crazy. You could get it from walking where somebody sneezed 30 right. seconds ago. But it was pretty pretty clear to see that a couple of guys, even after what happened early on, did not stay disciplined. And two of the Capitals' very important players missed time at the end of the season and going into the playoffs. So I think discipline would have really helped going into that Bruins series. Yeah, at least for the for the players in question. You know, yeah. Kuznetsov and Samsonov, I mean, uh, that's <clears> – <throat> I mean, that's – so many things that Samsonov has done. I mean, he he injured himself uh, with the ATV accident last season, uh, going into the bubble, and then he gets on the COVID protocol list twice, catches COVID once, and then Kuznetsov, who's had his own fair share of drama, uh, getting you know booted from IIHF play for four years, and then you know back-to-back COVID, I mean, catching COVID within like six months of it, of each case, that cannot be good for health, right? I mean, I'm glad he's okay, and it's really tough to blame someone for catching a global pandemic, but at the same time, I mean, they, uh, it, it was, and the team's been very tight-lipped about it, but it seems like those two players did something out of the norm of what should have been done. Um, they were late to a team meeting is what the team's calling it and then the next thing you know towards in the playoff stretch were they're they're suspended by the team and also one of them has COVID great you know what the I mean that on top of an already depleted roster for the guys who are playing you know terrible look yeah just a lot of uh, a lot of drama now, not nearly as much as, let's say, oh, I don't know, the New York Rangers. Um, but you guys had a lot to deal with there in the nation's capital. And unfortunately, it just all caught up with you. So let's go to when Cthulhu comes a calling. Whom, okay. whom, mind you, whom are the Capitals going to leave out on the curb for when Seattle comes by for the expansion draft? 
this ought to be good. <laughs> you go first, Polly. You go first. Um, so what? They they have the ability to protect seven skaters, three D, and a goalie, right? Yeah, correct. Uh, or or like what is it? Or eight skaters and a goalie. Yeah, or or something like that. Nine yeah. skaters and a goalie. Yeah. Eight. So it's 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 less if you don't protect the. The defensive the positions, yeah, yeah. right. Um, I don't know. I think they're probably, we've talked about this, probably going to leave Ovechkin unprotected because he wants to stay and it would just be foolish for Seattle to take him. Now, when it comes to relevant situations, I think – I think Kuznetsov is going to be left unprotected because a lot of this drama has hurt his draft stock. I think his trade stock, his trade stock. Yeah. So I would not be surprised if they left Kuzi exposed. I'm really interested to see which goalie they protect because Samsonov is the golden boy. That's who they're banking on. But VTech was there when we needed him, led uh, rookies in wins. I think he set a couple different rookie records this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their hardest decision is which goalie to protect. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I, I have no idea. I, this is, it's, it's, I haven't put much too much thought into it because – you know, I'm concentrating on Ovi's contract. We know Ovi's probably going to be uh, exposed because of his his, his UFA status. Um, but you know, you've got to think we're going to protect uh, Orlov. We'll start the we'll start the blue line. Orlov, um, Carlson. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. And then, you know, who's the third D that they protect? Um, Dylan. Um, maybe Jensen. Jensen. So those. Are, it's funny that we say that because I think that we might lose defense. And I'm thinking it might be either Dylan or Jensen. <clears throat> the reason is that I think Jensen had an incredible year. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, I think, had a really good playoff and a decent year, despite what Caps Twitter likes to say about him. Uh, he's a physical presence. He's a veteran. And he knows how to – I mean, he's he moves the puck. You know, he's, he's – he, he does seem to get really important points. Yeah. And he's – but he also has real important fuck-ups too, right? He does. But, <laughs> I mean, a good bit of his assists – Seem right. to come when you know the game's on the line. But I don't. I I also don't think we're going to protect Schultz, but we may as well. Yeah. So you know, Dylan. I think that the the options are more wide open for the um, the blue line 
as far as the a new expansion team. So like I think that you know of those three, Schultz, Dylan, and uh, <clears throat> Jensen, you know those are kind of the three that are who knows who knows get what happens. Um, the forward core, I'd like to see them protect Oshi. Though he was, uh, everybody's pigeonholed him to be exposed. I don't think that that's going to be the case, especially after this season in which he's, you know, was on track for record numbers and just played his heart out in the playoffs. And, you know, he shows no signs of aging, uh, whether that follows through to next season or throughout his entire contract, who knows, but he is signed for term. So consider that. So I think that the Caps will probably protect Kuznetsov. You know, and we talked about this, uh, Richard, like we want Kuznetsov to succeed in D.C. He is, you know, at his height, he is a top 10 center in the NHL. You know, he's a, he's an incredible player when he's playing well. Yeah. His inconsistency is what kills Caps fans and I'm sure management and then the off-ice stuff is just fuel to the fire. But I think that we protect Oshi, uh, Backstrom, uh Kuznetsov probably protect. Uh, I would love for them to protect Lars Eller, though he isn't. He is a bubble player because I think he's the linchpin to the Stanley Cup, being strong down the middle. Um, and then that leaves us three more: Tom Wilson, you know, and then I don't know. Fill in because I don't know if Shiri is going to be protected. We'll probably expose him. You know, it's it's. And then there's the fourth line, right? So. Uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think who I'm who I'm missing here. Backstrom, o, uh, oh no, Ov, we're not even talking about. So, right. yeah, I, I have no idea who Cthulhu is going to take, man. This is this is a, probably one of the hardest. I've been racking my brain and thinking about it, but I, I just I don't have the capacity to make that call. Um, I believe though it will be a blue liner. Well, last time last time it was a blue liner in Nate Schmidt. Who got taken and um if you want a more detailed breakdown um as i tell people on this this is this is a sample size of all the offseason stuff for each team that comes on here if you want a more detailed breakdown uh please check out their podcast which we will get to at the end of the show so yeah it, it's not an easy answer and it's not meant to be you know who gets left out there and who doesn't and it seems like on the washington side there's plenty of uh, of options. So let us pivot, as Ross from Friends once said, as we are going to take a look at the uh, at the draft. I know the Capitals don't have too much draft capita this year. Uh, let's see. Uh, checks notes, meaning cap-friendly, which is something every hockey podcaster should have. The Your first pick is a second rounder. Um, right. What do you think the Capitals are going to try? Just keep loading up the farm system or try to wheel and deal some more in this draft? Well, you know, that's a, that's a great question, too. When Do you know when the date of the draft is? Because I, I can't even – I don't even know. Mid to, late, mid to late July. Um, I know the tw- – I think okay. the 22nd is the expansion and probably the regular one will probably be a week or so after that. Probably end of July. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then free agency opens on the 28th. I know. So like, I don't know what kind of deals we're going to be able to leverage with a second rounder as high as ours is. 
Uh, I think we keep the second rounder this year and probably go for a center or a, some sort of talent forward. What do you think, Polly? Yeah, I'd have to agree. I think we've got a pretty decent future with the blue line. Um, you know, the, the guys aren't too old, and there's some good guys in Hershey, especially uh, re-signing Notre Dame grad Nordella. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think I think they'll look to try to start adding to that next generation of forwards with uh, uh, Hendricks, Lapierre, and Connor McMichael. Yeah. Uh Das, das Wunderkind, you are speaking my language on that one. Uh, for for all you Capitals fans listening to this, the Capitals' first pick is number 55. Thank you again, Cap, Cap Friendly, for that one. Going to take a short break here on Game Over. We'll be right back right after this. Did you know that your favorite band also loves your favorite hockey team? If you love hockey and you love music, you're going to love Bar Down Breakdown, a podcast that explores the crossover between alternative music and the sport we love, hockey. Every NHL player wants to be in a band, and every band guy wants to be an, 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 you know, a pro athlete. With guests from all over the globe, come along with us as we interview some of the most captivating names in alternative music and talk about why we love hockey and how it's influenced us. You know, there was a, for a few seconds, I thought, like, well, maybe we should wear a Montreal jersey. And the NHL was like, mm, I think you should stay neutral. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're probably right. So tune in every Tuesday on the Hockey Podcast Network, where we'll have a brand new guest and a unique look into the bridge between hockey and music. So we are going to look ahead to October as, as we are inching closer to a more normal uh, season. So why should Capitals fans be optimistic heading into October? I mean, uh, knock on wood, uh, it's going to be an 82-game season. We're going to watch fucking Ovechkin start taking down legends as he has been in the past two seasons. I mean, you know. His uh, first goal ties him for fifth all time. Yeah, and who's that? Uh, uh, I think it was a French name. Uh, Some with an M. Uh, <laughs> Marcel Dion? Marcel Dion. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Marcel Dion, right? So he's done. He's in the dust, right? Uh, probably five games in, unless Ovi starts the season off with another uh, back-to-back hat trick, which you never know with that fucking guy. Um, I will say this, man. I mean – Postseason Stanley Cup aspirations aside, championships, whatever, every time from now until the end of Ovechkin's career that you see him lace up the skates, you know, whether it be with the Capitals or, you know, fucking kill me now with another team, which will never happen. It will never happen. He's going to resign with the Caps. But, you know, every time he, he, he laces them up, man, I mean, history is being written. You know, um, he's knocking down these legends of the game. Uh, you know, uh, I'm uh, your boy Lemieux is not far out of sight. You know, he's gonna be he's gonna be up uh, up there. He's already passed Lemieux. Oh, that's right in goals. Yeah, yeah. And then, well, and then what? What? Uh, Andrew Chuck, I think. 
maybe coming up. He might have passed him too. I can't even I can't even remember how many at this point. But I know that Dion he was slated to pass him this season, uh, but did not due to injury. Uh, and you know, Brett Hall. I mean, an absolute beauty and legend there. Yeah, he's only eleven goals behind Brett Hall. Um, so without scoring 70 goals, he has the ability to be third all time this year. If he scores 37 goals, he'll be the third leading all time goal scorer. He'll pass Yager, who is at 766. And note that this last season was his lowest goal total. Uh, and he only played like 40 games. Yeah. Uh, during the lockout season, he scored like 35. So, I mean, the talk about Aegis Wonder and TJ Oshie, you've got Alexander Ovechkin, who literally is uh, the Russian machine that never breaks. You know, I mean, we'll see what's going on here. But, yeah, I mean, third all time, and then it's a insane uphill battle to get to Gordy Howe at 800-plus. So, Next season, if if you want to watch the Caps, I mean, that is going to be an ever-present goal ticker uh, for the entire season. Uh, getting him past uh, Yager is going to be huge. This next season, if he does it this next season, even better. 82 games to do it. I mean, you look at this guy and how many games he's had robbed from him via lockout uh, and bullshit from the league. Uh, it's, it's just... Uh, it's really a travesty, you know. He he could already be knocking on Gretzky's door, I think, that if 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 not for being cut down in his prime due to the shitty contracts. For sure. Um, and I think my same answer is Ovechkin because that's the whole reason I'm a Caps fan. It's Alexander Ovechkin. Um, I was I was an Avalanche fan, and then Ovi came into the picture, and now I'm a I'm a fifty fifty, you know. You can have two kids and love them equally, and that's how I am with my NHL teams. Um, but <laughs> uh, Ovechkin, he, he's he's what there is to be excited about. But TJ Oshie is another thing to be optimistic about because he looks good. Um, he doesn't look like he's slowing down. Back he, he's still putting up the numbers very quietly. And, you know, one thing that I think might be different is how Tom Wilson plays the game. I think he may come in playing a little timid. Um, but, you know, hopefully if he does play a little more cautious, he just turns on the offensive side more. Absolutely. So, have we told you yet? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yes, 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 you have. Um, by the way, by the way, you guys are talking, it's pretty much just on the media guide next year, just put red eight on the media guide next year. Uh, but, but, but you are right, but you are right because the names that he is staring up at, um, are pretty legendary. Hall, Yager, Gretzky, you know, the Canadian God himself. So there's no reason not to believe that, you know, he, he is going to do this. And, you know, he's really talented. And I've and I've said that about Tom Wilson. He can be a great 
do it all forward, you know, when his mind is set to it. So now let's flip that. Why should Caps fans be depressed heading into October? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I'll take this one. And, you know, the, for the exact same reason, man. I mean, you're looking at legends uh, in the twilight of their career or approaching it at least. You know, I mean, we've got, you know, continue on the TJ train and then Ovechkin, who's no spring chicken himself. You know, he's what, like in mid-30s, 36, I think he'll be. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Backstrom, similar age as, as well. You know, everybody's kind of like on the wrong side of 30, and they've all aged very gracefully up to this point. Um, who knows? I, I, uh, it's, uh, you know, when, when Ovi was out there dueling hat tricks, Sidney Crosby, and, you know, 60 goals in a season, you know, never going below 50 goals. I mean, it's like, you know, this is never going to end. I remember thinking like, oh man, this is like insane. Like you're never even thinking about the end of Ovechkin's career. It's going to be, you know, 10 years down the road. And here I am 10 years older and what, 35 pounds fatter. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, uh, this is happening. You know, um, it's, it's quite the passing of the torch from the legends of old, which now, fuck, I mean, Sidney Crosby, your boy, and, uh, and you know, uh, Ovechkin and Backstrom, and, I mean, you know, you look at the Bruins, Patrice Bergeron, or Patrice Bergeron and, uh, you know, Brad Marchand are in the, high, the twilight of their, I mean, they're older as well, I wouldn't say twilight yet, but approaching that, that area, right, and, um, you know, modern medicine and, and science, sports science has come so far to have these players still performing at, at such a high level. But I think that, you know, it's now Mick David, Austin Matthews, Matthew Barzell, you know, it's it's their league now. Uh, and the, the, old, the old heads are just going to need to figure it out. And, you know, uh, to ever say that, to say that those guys are completely clapped out would be a disservice to them. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, it, there's very much like every year the torch burns brighter in their hands and, and less in, in the old legends, quote unquote, uh, of OV and Crosby and, and, you know, those, those guys that, that I guess we've been watching for the past decade. It's never pretty when it happens, but the end always do- <laughs> does come. Um, and you know, the stars that led us, that led the NHL out of the lockdown are, are on the, the, the twilight of their career. Um, and to, and to steal a joke from, uh, from John Oliver, we're not said, we're not saying the sun is setting on Ovechkin's career, but they're bringing out the dessert menu. Just saying. (laughs) So, um, hopefully the Capitals can get lucky like the Penguins did. You know, Lemieux, as he's retiring, Crosby comes in. So maybe as Ovechkin's retiring, we can, uh, you know, get one of these guys coming into the rookie year. That'd be that'd be pretty nice. We'll never get that lucky, and you know it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it's never easy to say. It's two words that we never want to hear for our favorite team. But it happens to everyone, 
even in the, in the nation's capital. So to the Washington Capitals, we say... Game over. And I'm going to keep using that soundbite until I get a laugh. So Caps Chirp Boys, thank you so much for coming on this episode. So I will give you guys a few minutes to uh, uh, pimp your podcast, promote whatever project you guys are working on. So the board is thine. Hey, man. Uh Thanks a lot, as always. I know that we've been, we are, we're always, I mean, you're always ever present on our minds as far as collaboration. And I know that, uh, you know, schedules aligning and whatnot uh, have been a, have been an issue in the past. So, I mean, I really appreciate you staying on us and, and uh, continuing to welcome us with open arms. You can find me uh, at hockey trolling with an I N on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and you know all that stuff and i'll, I'll kick it over to paulie to do the rest because he does he is the uh, curator of the social media presence for caps chirp yeah so <clears throat> i get to pick my own title i'm the uh the social media chancellor um <laughs> so you can find the show at caps chirp on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok and then you can find me at Cupcake Polly, which is the opposite of the name, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Awesome. Good job, Polly. Thanks. <laughs> I think that's the first time TikTok's been mentioned on this program. I don't know if that's a milestone or I should feel dirty about that. But anyway, guys. Uh- Gotta get the crowd. Yeah. Yes. We're we're staying relevant, bro. Yes. I'm. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I, I'm old. I'm unfortunately 39, but the mind is not. But enough about that, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. I always do. And for everyone out there, you know, this is seat of your pants broadcasting at its finest. And while, you know what, I think we're just gonna end it right here. A good salad. 30, 35 minutes of hockey talk straight from DC, straight from the source. I think that'll be good enough for all of you this week. Thank you to everyone who has tuned in to Game Over. Please stay with us. We are going to go through all the way till August till we get a winner one way or another. So I'm Richard Blosser saying, in the words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. We'll catch you next time. That's the end of the game. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.